Please be seated. Well, good morning. It is always such a joy around this time each year to celebrate Senior Sunday together, which I believe isn't only a time to lift up our seniors, but to really celebrate as a community the fact that it truly takes a village uh, to raise up a young person in the faith and to give thanks for the wonderful village, the wonderful community that we share here at All Saints. So thank you to our youth readers, to Taylor and to Bo, for our acolytes, for our youth choir, and especially to our two young people who have uh, so graciously agreed to preach this morning in the midst of final exams and graduation preparation and all the things that happened during senior year of high school. Ian, in fact, had prom last night. So that is commitment. Uh, we're so pleased to welcome Henry Freer who, uh, and Ian Coleman. Henry is a senior at Woodward Academy. Ian is a senior at Decatur High School. And we are so glad to hear you uh, bring a word to us this morning. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Um, <laughs> I, I sometimes tune out during this part of the service, but <laughs> lately I've been paying attention because I knew I'd be up here this morning. Um, today, Jesus asks us to have some faith and cast our nets out into the sea. And this lesson today particularly resonated with me as the issues of faith and faith-based actions are brought up. As I was reflecting on our gospel for today, I was reminded of a story from the beginning of my high school years. Back um, in ninth grade, I was very nervous entering high school. Football season was about to begin, and I was going to try out for the team. The only issue was that I was five foot 10, 150 pounds, and not very fast. <laughs> As you might expect, I spent the majority of the year getting dragged from one end of the field all the way down to the other. Um, exhausted and frustrated, I was approached by my coach. At the end of the school year, he told me that there was an open position as the backup long snapper on the varsity team, but I would have to give up any chance of playing another position. Now, as a long snapper, I have grown very accustomed to explaining to lots of confused people exactly what I do. My friends like to say it's not a real position, but I just tell people that I'm very good at throwing a football between my legs, and every team needs someone to do that. <laughs> at that time, I had a decision to make. I would be giving up any chance of playing something more fun or glamorous and spending most of my high school and probably college career explaining to people what exactly a long snapper does. So, not knowing any better, I did as I was told and continued to snap all summer long. As it turns out, the senior long snapper in front of me quit, and I was now playing on the varsity team at Woodward Academy while all my friends were on the JV team. Who doesn't play a real position now? That decision in the summer after freshman year to have some faith and trust my coach has been one of the best of my life. As it turns out, college football teams also need long snappers, and I will have an opportunity to continue playing for my new school across the street when football season rolls back around. Go Jackets! Something I never would have dreamed at the end of that tough ninth grade season. While my high school story and problems are not exactly biblical in nature, one of the hardest parts of life is not knowing all that lies ahead. In today's lesson, 
After a long night of fruitless fishing, Peter and the other disciples are exhausted and frustrated. They have been fishing all night long and have caught nothing. But when Jesus tells them to cast their nets to the right side of the boat, only a hundred yards from shore, they do. Faith is hard because the reasons why we follow Jesus are not always obvious on a daily basis. One must see the little miracles every day in order to truly believe. Not everyone can have the fish in the boat experience that Peter had. But today's lesson makes it clear that it is not enough to simply say you have faith. Those thoughts must be followed up by actions. Sometimes that looks like taking on a different, less glamorous role in order to serve others. Other times it means trusting Jesus to cast your net to the other side. To hope and trust him against all odds. Regardless, today's gospel shows us that it takes equal amounts of mind and body to live a faithful life. Once Jesus brings the disciples fish, he asks Peter if he loves him three times, to which Peter responds that he does. Jesus then asks him to tend and feed his sheep. Jesus is telling Peter that it is not enough to simply trust him and believe in him. He must also lead his people and spread the word of the Lord. Time and time again, Jesus performs miracles for the disciples and proves that he is worth following. Now it is Peter's turn to lead Jesus' people. We should all challenge ourselves to listen to Jesus and back up our faith with actions. If we truly believe in the lessons of the Gospels, we should live every day in order to spread the good news and live with a heart full of love. Amen. Good morning, once again. All right, so I'm Ian, of course, and I just just want to first start off by asking all of you guys something. Um, I want you guys to picture Jesus, not looking at the stained glass windows. Just close your eyes and imagine Jesus. Now, I'm going to imagine you guys, the majority of you, are going to picture a man, late 20s, late early 30s, long hair, beard, flowing white robes, sandals, the, the whole shebang. I'm pretty sure that's the image that Jesus wanted to portray to his followers. In the gospel, we see yet another interaction of Jesus with his disciples as well. However, I want you guys to imagine Jesus again, this time with his friends, not his disciples. Not his public image, but his private image. And I'm sure a lot of you guys came up with the same image. But think about this. Those sandals can't be too comfy all the time, and that robe, I'm sure, gets pretty smelly after a while. And can you imagine being with your friends and going to a party and you decide to invite the Son of God along? That's going to be a little bit of a downer. (laughs) And Jesus is a person, too, and people need to cut loose. And for me, when I imagine Jesus with his friends, I imagine Jesus wearing a tuxedo t-shirt. Because that says that he's here to be formal, but he wants to party too. A lot of people laugh when I ask that, and truthfully, truthfully, I got that from Talladega Nights, but don't hate on that. It's a good movie. (laughs) And this is why Carl Naughton Jr. may have a little bit of wisdom in his words. 
about two years ago, I was a ball of stress and anxiety. And at 16, that's not necessarily something you want to be, but that was the reality of the situation. I was in a little bit of a tiff between realizing I didn't want to do aerospace engineering, something I always had set my mind on, and the inherent stress of high school. However, one thing happened that really kind of changed it around for me. In July of 2017, I went on pilgrimage with All Saints. We did La Camino de Santiago, a historic pilgrimage hike in the north of Spain, consisting of about 100 kilometers, hiking on back roads and dusty roads through just this gorgeous countryside. Along that trip, we weren't allowed electronic devices and had plenty of time to meditate when thinking from hostel to hostel. This gave me the time and space to really have a good look inward and reflect. This pilgrimage made me realize I was stressed and anxious, as before I had no clue I really was. I thought it was just normal. However, due to my lack of responsibility and monotonous physical activity, I soon became relaxed. I was surrounded by good company and good food in the gorgeous Spanish countryside. My true epiphany on this whole trip came when one day I realized I, was, I wasn't doing so well physically. I was heavily deficient in nutrients like salt and electrolytes, things you have when you sweat a lot. What I had been doing is I had, through the whole trip, I had resigned myself. I said, okay, I'm not going to get a sunburn, no way. So in the about 90 to 100 degree heat, I decided to wear long sleeves, long pants, big hat for the duration of the trip. And 100 kilometers, week long, by about day three, I was sick. And I had been drinking about four to five liters of water a day, so I figured, oh, I'm not dehydrated. And I couldn't really figure out what was going on. So one day we stopped in this little town, Tim and Miguel, our guide, and said, Ian, you're not in a good spot. Do you want to try something else other than water to drink? I said, okay, they don't really have Gatorade in Spain, so do you want to try Coke? Do you want to try Sprite? I said, no, it's a little bit too sugary. And then Miguel said, do you want to try an Aquarius? And what it was is it was, it was like a watered-down Gatorade. It was a Spanish version. And I tried it, and I had the whole can, and within about an hour, I was feeling much better. I was back on pace. I was hiking at the front of the group, and I was feeling great. And so for the rest of the trip, we'd wake up every morning, and we'd go out, and we'd buy some Aquarius. And I'd make sure to eat saltier foods and keep a better look on myself. And that really made me turn inward, and it helped me to focus on myself, which is something I desperately needed. And by the last day when we walked into Santiago, I was full health and I was feeling much better. However, the pilgrimage really taught me something that moment in sickness. It taught me that sometimes you just need to stop and have an Aquarius and focus on yourself and your own health. And to take it back to the idea of Jesus, I was initially very formal at the beginning of the pilgrimage. I was an avid hiker and I felt the pressure to always be at the front of the pack and to always set the pace. However, once I realized I was surrounded by my friends and people I could trust, I was able to put on that tuxedo t-shirt and relax and be able to take care of myself. 
And so today, in this day of celebration, I would like to put a challenge to you onto the congregation. Take some time today to realize that you are surrounded by your friends. Take some time to put on that ridiculous tuxedo t-shirt that you know you love, to have an Aquarius, and to relax. Amen.